who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden. Welcome, everybody, to the Matter of Stats podcast. Hope everybody's having a good day, good week, good evening. Myself, Kobe, Billy. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening? What's cracking? All right. like the energy. like the energy. All right. We'll kick it right off, jump right in. Um, so we're almost done with the preseason. Lakers currently sit 0-5, one game left on the agenda tomorrow night against Sacramento. Uh, lots of talk about the struggles, the turnovers, rotations, injuries. I uh, just want to get your guys' general thoughts, comments on what you're taking away, feeling about the team so far with the preseason just about being done. Kobe, why don't you uh, go first? Um, yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we got slapped around all preseason. And Anthony, you said it, you know, we don't have a good history uh, as of recent years of winning opening night. So I don't expect us to win on opening night. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ, we went over five so far and, you know, hopefully we get a win against the Kings, but that's not guaranteed. Um, but for the millionth time now, the Warriors are the biggest threat to the Lakers in the West. Uh, we're opening up against them on opening night and, uh, you know, we're going into it banged up. I think the Warriors get an easy win on opening night, in my opinion. Billy? Damn, you're calling it an easy win. Yep. Holy Super open. easy. Um, I, I don't – The third string the third string just beat us. Yeah. Literally, with, 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 the three, with the big three, like last night. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time they played together. Um, everyone's hating on Russ with all the turnovers and stuff. Uh, Anthony and I kind of – touch on this the other day through text um he started like this in uh, washington as well he you know just getting used to but hold on hold on hold on i mean these guys are 35 years old is this the first time they really all play together i mean come on besides come on. are we gonna believe that game? like are, are besides we all that they haven't all played game? together yeah. that they don't yes. know each other's games yes this is the first time they've all played together technically oh, officially yes. besides an all-star officially game yes game, which is just an exhibition game yeah, this is the first time you're, they're actually playing running but you sets. Guys, you guys can't get together and just, like, you know, know each other and just play a game and just, you know, beat a team? Like, I mean, come on. This is, this this is, is ridiculous. This is not a pickup game. There's no actual defense. There's no set plays. You're not actually trying to run anything. Pickup game is pickup game. It's street ball. That's all it is. There's no set plays. We're not out there, you know, trying to run a play and do this and that or work on certain things. It's street ball. You're just out there playing. You're free. You're free to do whatever you want. And LeBron just came out just about 10 minutes ago and said the same thing. The, as long as the common goal is intact and everyone buys in, we're going to go through our ups and downs, but it's going to come together eventually. Now, and Laker fans, as us Laker fans, we are very impatient. You know, we have no, one of them in this Anthony's group right now. I'm very patient. I, I, we had a you're, young core. Yeah, we traded them all saying, the way. 
Lake Anthony is not patient. Away. He's going to start trading people week one once we start <laughs> turning the ball over. <laughs> He's going to go on the trade machine. He's going to find a way to go on the trade machine anyway. He doesn't have access to that that much anymore. <laughs> thank God. I can oh, actually work God. at work. Thank God. Anyways, Anthony, I, I, I can't talk because Skip over here keeps. Okay. All right. Let's let's calm, calm down. Skip, you know, go go relax there for a second. <laughs> so listen, wins and losses, Billy's right. We're not judged. And I know Kobe always likes to jokingly quote Russ when he says the turnovers don't count because they're preseason. I get it. Uh-huh. But we see it happening. So we know there's a little bit cause for concern. But just because these guys are veterans and understand each other's game or even our friends or whatever, they still haven't played together, right? Really played learning a new system offensively and defensively rotations, right? Uh, There's, there's heavy adjustment and they haven't played together in the preseason, right? Clearly, the Lakers approach to the preseason is they're not taking it seriously, right? They're just getting through the preseason, trying to limit minutes and, and injuries and so forth. And just looking towards the start of the regular season. So there's going to be, is it strategy? If I can say something real quick, Anthony, as you, as you know, this, I can use this kind of like a baseball reference and baseball pitchers. They go out there, they're trying new things. They're getting hit off. They're getting, you know, guys are getting home runs off them because pitchers are trying things, right? They're working on certain things, specific pitches and all that, right? Uh Right. Preseason, that's what preseason is for. Teams are working on stuff like that. So that's why I don't look into a lot of things. But, but But here's the thing. This is what I will say is that, you know, it's apples to apples. Uh, Everyone's doing that. So if we're doing it, you know, not everybody. A lot of these teams. Everybody's pretty for, much like no. resting their people. Everyone's no. resting their people. Everyone's like waiting until the season starts. No one's trying to like risk injury. Like everyone's doing the same thing. So when see when the season starts, everyone will also be doing the same thing, which is now all of a sudden starting their players and you know playing their we, good their good players. So it doesn't really have matter. Three people it's all, it's, it's all going to balance out at the end of the day. Like we only have three yes, people that are used to each other. So, so, so all these players are like you know uh, scoring big numbers and and doing their thing in the preseason. But you know, so is all the other teams' players. And when the season starts, that's when the actual play starts, and <laughs> every team will do the same. So, to me, it, it's it's all apples to apples. You hear yourself right now. Well, look, I think what Billy's trying to say is it's it's not exactly apples to apples if you want to break it down, right? If if Durant played in four of the six preseason games and LeBron plays in two of the preseason games, it's not exactly apples to apples. But I understand the general point you're trying to make. I think the bigger issue here is it's it's like timing. It's it's routine, it's rhythm, it's just learning everybody's tendencies, where they're supposed to be, that kind of stuff. And obviously, I think what we've seen so far is Russ is trying too hard, maybe to a fault, overthinking things, overpassing, trying to get everybody involved rather than just play his game. And it's going to be an adjustment. And it's unfortunate to have THT and Ariza already hurt. Uh, You know, hopefully everybody else will be ready to go by, you know, next Tuesday. But 
it, it is unfortunate to have a couple guys that you're trying to integrate into the system and the rotation already out, but maybe that will be a good thing in a, in some ways and maybe it'll allow everybody else to develop a little more cohesiveness, get a little more entrenched in their roles by having a little bit of a shorter rotation as opposed to trying to figure out how to play all 13 guys. So maybe that will help a little bit, but obviously we're not going to know anything until the, the season actually starts and you really see how these guys develop but it's going to take time which is why a few months back when we did our little pre-game you know pre-schedule pod about the the upcoming NBA schedule I was I liked the fact that our schedule to start wasn't incredibly difficult had a lot of home games because I said it was going to take time to develop and gel so I like the fact that we have hopefully an easier start with lots of home games so that we can use those as games to kind of get under our belt, get used to what we're doing, shake the rust off, etc. Well, and again, I could see that being a kind of not an excuse, but just, a, a, a you know, like a cushion for the, the, the team and not only the team, but the the mentality to be like, oh yeah, well, we got all these easy games for the first like quarter of our season, and you know we'll we'll figure out what works, and then they're gonna go like what, you know, eight and seventeen. It's like they're gonna use that as a cushion. We don't need that. We don't want that. And I, I just don't, I don't like that mentality. Well, no, know. but it's it's not about taking the easy way out. It's about using those games as opportunities to work out the kinks so that when the tough schedules parts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, go, was, don't was, go, you don't go seven and 10. That was what yesterday was supposed to be. That was what yesterday was supposed to be with the big three. We're in preseason. It's the big three. We're going to work these kinks out. <laughs> How did that go for us? Well, they not, played, not, they played well, well together. They it did. I, well, when they came out of the game, I think we were up by what, four, something like that. I mean, you tell me because I, why not leave them in and, Try to at least get a win. We went well, that, that's five the whole thing because because it's the preseason. That's the preseason. It's not about wins. It's just about getting your cohesiveness and getting your legs under you. Okay, it, that's what you guys buy. Look, I, I see what you're saying, but that's what that's the point I was making a second ago. Is the Lakers? You, you guys think getting cohesiveness is better than at least getting a W? Like we should have got a yes. W yesterday with our yes. big three starting. Yes, getting cohesiveness. Well, is the W get you the in the regular season is more important. What does that equal out to? Well, it, it, well, There's Anthony Texas. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Billy, Billy, don't do Billy, in the regular Billy, season. hold on, Billy, time out. Before the game, mid, you know, afternoon time, two p.m. Anthony was like, Draymond and Steph, they're out tonight. We're starting our big three. Do you think we can get a win? He was saying that sarcastically because he knew for a fact we were going to get the win. No, I was still saying that sarcastically because I figured we were probably going to lose again. <laughs> no. We still didn't get the win yesterday. Like, that's demoralizing to a team that needs every win right now at this point that we can get. Because if we go, if we, if we lose to Sacramento, when, tomorrow? The day after? Tomorrow. Come on. When when have we gone 0-6? When? <clears throat> okay, I'm going to give you a quick little stat. Okay, go ahead. When we won the championship two years ago, uh-huh. right, we were 2-4 and four in the preseason. Uh-huh. Last year, we didn't win the championship. What was our record in the preseason? Do you have any idea? Billy? I'm gonna, I don't know exactly, but I'm going to say we were Undefeated. Part. Undefeated. No. So my point <laughs> is it doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter. (laughs) I know. And, and, and that's, and that's the, you know, the theme of the day and everyone wants to, you know, you know, regurgitating that on football team. They went undefeated in preseason. Then when they went on 16 in the regular season, so preseason don't mean shit. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But, but here's the thing is that most teams that do that, where they, where they're, you know, like just kind of flip flopping through the preseason, they're not like a whole brand new team that needs to figure shit out. And we are. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. The point I'm trying to make is it's clear that the Lakers disagree with you. They, they have chosen that the preseason is not that important and they're not going to overplay anybody. And we're going to figure it out as we start the season. I I don't know if that's right right or wrong. We'll see. But that's what's happened. Which is exactly what I'm trying to tell you. You think that, we we are gonna go, you know, seventeen and two or whatever because of you know uh, the easy schedule we have. And what I'm trying to say is that we're gonna be trying to work out the kinks in the first twenty games. So what are, what are we doing here? Yes, no, you're right. That's and that's the same thing the big three had in Miami. Remember they got off the terrible start. People were panicking, and then what they win like thirty six in a row or something. So it can happen. But look, it, you're right. Even even your your boy Shannon Sharp today was a little bit concerned and he said that now he thinks it might take a little more time for the Lakers to get everything going so to speak than he anticipated based on what he's seen in the preseason he thought like most people yeah regular season comes around couple weeks they'll be rolling now he's thinking hey it might take a month or two that's what he said uh, you know today on his show so I think a lot of people are kind of in that same expectation which is why we're we're hopeful that the quote unquote soft start with a lot of home games will be very beneficial to this team. Yeah, well, don't don't be hitting me and Billy up on the group text wondering what the hell we're doing because you did do that in the preseason already. You've done that. You're like, why aren't we playing everybody together? You were already pissed off that we didn't play anybody all together until like game five. So I'm just saying, I was gonna say like I'm just saying I just call that. You I guys are both kind of contradicting you, what you guys have been saying in the text messaging, but you know, no, it's, well, but the, here's the thing. I'm not saying you're wrong, Kobe. I'm just saying that this is clearly what the Lakers have decided. And I guess we'll find out if it's going to work or not. This is their plan. And we have to, you know, yes, I would, I would have liked to see them play more. I don't care about the wins and losses, but yes, Russ, I would have liked to have seen them play more. Together. Russ ain't going to turn over the ball like that. He's feeling this thing out. He's kind of just going, all, I, he's doing his thing. They probably told him, look, feel everything out and then see what you think. He's a smart player. He's going to be fine. The turnovers aren't going to be like, okay, that. real, real quick prediction. You, we, you, you already said that you think we're going to lose opening night, but the first week for the Lakers is, Home to the Warriors, home to the Suns, home to the Grizzlies, at the Spurs. What What do you think first week? What do the Lakers end up at? Two and two. Billy? Four and one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I tend to agree with I tend to agree with, with Billy. I think that we're gonna only I think we're gonna only lose once. So I'm with Billy on that, but okay. But this is, this is, you know, this it's up for debate, obviously. And a lot of people are concerned. Like didn't Robert Ori, didn't he push the panic button the other night too? Yeah. 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 I mean, so, cause he's a realist. Uh, I like Robert. But Worthy did not. But Worthy did not. Shout out big shot, Bob. And But Worthy did not push the panic button. So 
Okay. I'm let's, a realist, let's jump into another. There's, there's no <clears throat> way we should go two and two. There, uh, that just shouldn't happen. I like we'll you got, we'll be looking lucky. at the preseason a little bit too too much. Then I don't know. I don't know. The okay. way Russ is throwing passes away. Do you see like how frustrated Russ looks? Okay, like, we'll see. Pressing we'll too see. much. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll see. Let's we'll see. Let's 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 move on because we got you know another another fun thing I want to get into. <laughs> so, I think you're familiar with a couple of these players, Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. They play for never heard of them. The 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. I think you might That's have heard of them twice. Show. <laughs> so <laughs> now the Nets were pretty considerable favorites to not just win the East, but, you know, win the championship by a lot of people. Um, you know, the Sixers obviously were a team last year that was very good with, you know, Ben Simmons and Embiid. And so given the situation now in Brooklyn, where it appears that at least for now, the Nets have said that Kyrie Irving's not going to play um, until he's able to play. And Ben Simmons reportedly has now showing up to camp, but we don't know what the situation is. Is he going to play? Is he just there because he doesn't want to get fined? Or so, my question to you guys is: Is given you know the powerhouses in the East last year and the favorite Brooklyn Nets this year, does this change things in your mind? Does this now make the Bucks the prohibited favorites to come out of the East, Billy? I mean, I, I never thought the Sixers were even close to being a favorite. I mean, they're good, but, you know, they'll be in the mix, top, you know, top three, four seed. I agree. But they're, they're, not, they're not even title contenders, in my opinion. Like, they're a good team, but they're, they're not going to win a title. I don't care if you have Simmons or not. You know, Harris and, and uh, Embiid are great pieces. You know, Simmons does fit in. It, you know, he just – I think it's all mental for him. He's he's letting the fans and the media and all that stuff get to him, which is unfortunate because I think he's a talented player and I think he can do more, but maybe he needs a different setting. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that plays out. Um, he has to wait five days uh, after he got his COVID test. Um, whether he actually attends or participates in any off-season activity is a different story. Um, but him being there and stuff is, is a start. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, you know, he could talk with a general manager and all that stuff, but you know, everything that went on between him and beat and the players, like that's another story. You know, I, I still think Brooklyn's the favorite. They have a lot of firepower, no matter if, you know, it's unfortunate Kyrie, you know, is not going to be there. It, it's, I'm not a Nets fan, but I do like Kyrie's game. I, I, you know, he's done a lot in the community. He's not a bad guy. His his mindset's a little different. You know, the world is flat and the whole COVID shot and stuff. Everyone has their beliefs, and you have to respect that. At the same time, everyone in the NBA has got that shot. So is it selfishness or is it really beliefs? I, I don't know. I'm not going to start that debate. Well, I mean, I guess I already have. But – I'm hoping it's not a selfishness thing. It's something he really, truly believes in. You got to respect that. And it's sad that he's not going to play because I do like to see him play. He's got, he's got a great game. But you know, Brooklyn still got a lot of firepower. They're they're going to be. They're, I still think they're a top seed. Brook, you know, the Bucks. Um, 
Yeah, it's gonna be between between Jersey and Bucks. So Bucks you, are, you still like Bucks Brooklyn blue with color, no Kyrie? But I still think Brooklyn over the Bucks. Gonna be number one. I, I I think I took I think I took the Bucks a couple weeks ago, didn't I? To to win the East. You did, I think. Yeah, like and, you, you but, did say but, that, but not a remember. I, I did chance. I, I did but now, you're, but now week, you're saying so. now you're saying the Nets with no Kyrie are better. <laughs> it's That's tough true. man i mean now that i have time to think about it <laughs> I, I did it with you were like probably wrong minutes. initially so like yeah. i said you know i left out teams and stuff so i'm gonna admit you know i, I made some mistakes but um maybe you'll get to be wrong twice <laughs> yeah i mean who knows but i mean i like the bucks but you know a healthy brooklyn i mean brooklyn wasn't healthy last year you know Harden wasn't healthy you know Oh no, I get it. Yeah, it, they weren't healthy. It could be a different we ball game this year. So we'll yeah. see. It's gonna it's a tough call for me between the Bucks and Brooklyn. But I, I Philly, I, I just don't see them anywhere near either one of those teams. Okay. Kobe, are the Bucks the favorites now? Okay, so look, a week or two ago, whenever we did the pot, I had the Nets with the Lakers in the finals. As did I. Yes. We all did. So <laughs> We're following the uh, the appropriate trajectory here because Billy is going off on a tangent here. But if I am the Bucks, I am thrilled with the way that this offseason and preseason has gone for all the big teams that are their direct competition for a title. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the Nets, Philly, the Lakers, there's chaos everywhere. And if I'm Giannis... I'm rallying the troops. That's probably what he's doing right now. I'm telling the guys, this is our opportunity to go back to back, you know? And honestly, if the Bucks win another title, I don't want to hear anyone saying, well, if Kyrie would have just gotten vaccinated or the Lakers weren't injured or if Ben Simmons didn't disrupt Philly. No. The Bucks ain't going back to back. I can guarantee you that. I that guarantee. That, Where's my guarantee? Uh-oh. Okay, <laughs> I'm down, hold, Chuck. Hold, hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on. This is all part of the game nowadays, managing chaos, egos, and drama. And the Bucks are playing in the same league as everyone else, and they're up against the same challenges and the same obstacles. So, you know, if, if they're able to hold it together while everyone else is immersed in problems and drama, I mean, shouldn't they – be able to say, well, we deserved our title. The we East did what the other teams though, we did what the other teams couldn't. No, I mean, you, but you're right. First of all, you're you're assuming a lot because we don't know who's going to be healthy. We don't know if Kyrie's going to end up playing. The East, they point. get tougher. But, well, well, no, I'm just I'm just saying I'm I'm putting out hypotheticals because I can hear the excuses at the end of the season of people saying, oh, well, if Kyrie was there, they would have never won. Oh, if the Lakers weren't old and injured. You know the Lakers would have won, so I don't want to well, hear all that because that, that, that I know that that is where that that is how the game is evolving, though. Like we are now, Anthony, you and I talked about this off, you know, off pod. This is where the league is going now. You know, like like this is this this is what the league is. It's all about managing uh, injuries and managing egos and managing drama. So if your team does it better than the next, you deserve to win that title. Well, you know, what's interesting to me is you you talk about the, the drama, the noise, the, the chatter, whatever it is, right? The headlines for all these teams. 
the, I mean, the Bucks are so quiet that we almost exactly. don't we forget they have, they're there. We, heard we forget they're there. Yeah. They're kind of like, like the, we're there. They're, they're, they're there's no like the people them. They're kind of like but the Spurs used to be back in the day. It's almost too quiet. Like, it almost makes me nervous that they're too quiet. Well, I'm just go saying, you got, you got to make a little noise. Make a little I noise. I love Giannis. But, but Giannis made all the noise in the postseason last season. He's not making no noise right now, which I love. He's quiet. He's a he, you know, he's doing the Kawhi thing. He's a, a real bosses moving silence, right? What you guys know about that? Come on. Get well, here's it. here's something that I find very interesting. So Kevin Durant leaves Golden State to hitch his wagon to Kyrie Irving, right? Mm-hmm. Then last year they decide that's not enough. We got to get James Harden, right? Mm-hmm. Then three days ago, whatever it was, Nash says that we're preparing to play half the season without Kyrie. All the home games and, you know, the Lakers game, like the, the if they're the Warriors or Lakers, whatever, right? So over half the games. Then two days after that, the Nets come out and say, Kyrie is not participating in anything until he's ready to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, because you know, that doesn't happen without the sign off of Durant and possibly Hart. Yes. So at some point, Durant ins- went from, I want to leave Steph to play yeah. with Kyrie yes. to, okay, let's, let's, let's move on without Kyrie in yeah. some capacity, whatever that may be. We did hear a lot about that on social media the last few days. Like, like KD is missing Steph right now at this point, but I mean, uh, you know, he 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 made his bed and he's got to lay in it. So it is what it is. Yeah, but I'm saying we went from Kyrie's my boy to okay, now he's got to be out the way because <laughs> he's now he's causing trouble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that anyone could have predicted this and uh, this outcome and this scenario, and it's unfortunate, you know. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it, this is yeah. sports, and it is what it is, and we're in, we're in a different time, like. Uh, the landscape of everything from sports to uh, society to the world is all changed now. And, mm-hmm. um, we, you know, we got to adjust. We got to adjust. after everything up. Now, Ooh. do you think, do you think fair or unfair? Do you think Kyrie gets a, a bigger slice of the pie because he's Kyrie and because they're the Nets, as opposed to, say, Bradley Beal, who's also in a similar situation, but, Washington isn't a contender, and Washington doesn't have the same ma- the what state you, mandates. By a bigger slice of the pie, yeah. I well, know. you know what I mean. Like he's he's he gets more blame or more attention, right? Where do you get Beal from, though, Anthony? Well, because Beal's not vaccinated either. Yeah, not really. Yeah. See, well, perfect, perfect point. I, you didn't know. Example, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, but but his kind of like swept under the rug. Kobe, Kobe, Kyrie is like taking over the league with this whole like you know voice of the voiceless. Well, yeah, because it, it's New York. That's it, it's a higher market. So wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Beach report. I just got something. Uh, Net Star says I don't believe that I'm retiring after speculation he could hang up after vaccine mandate. I was trying to pick up some Kyrie cards today, honestly, because oh, I don't think he's going to retire, but I was trying to pick report. them up on the Shout low. out Bleacher Report. I was trying to pick up cards on the low today. Well, and if you're the Nets, I mean, you can't trade him because 
No one wants no one's him. gonna take that problem, and he's only got one year left on his contract, anyways. So he could and walk away. And, and, uh, and that and that and that report was stunning to hear that. You know, I mean, not stunning from the Nets' perspective because I wouldn't want to pick up Kyrie's contract either. You know, but um, you know the fact that they're not gonna extend him for the whatever it is, one hundred seventy million, yeah, five million. I mean, that's crazy. That's that, crazy that's... to think. Like Billy texted us earlier, like this guy is gonna throw it all away for a shot. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's but, such a talented yeah. player. It's a shame. Like I said, I, I like watching him play, and it's just yeah. I know he's trying uh, yeah. to. I mean, he he tries to do a lot for the people, and he has, and he's doing this spokesperson thing and stuff. But at the same time, if you think about it, without the platform, without being an NBA player and stuff like that, it's 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 harder to do. You know, you would think you would just you know what? I'll take the vaccine. I'll be the player. I'll try to win a championship, all that stuff. I'll do that for my team. And I can still be someone that can do a, and use my platform to do a lot of good things. Yeah. Well, one thing's for certain. Opening night and the start of the season next week is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'm be excited to see how everything unfolds because at this point, like, I don't know what to think or believe from any team. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. So there'll be plenty more to talk about next week. So, okay. I want to get into a new segment here that we're very excited about. Billy, our boy, Billy, he, um, he is going to throw a topic at us. Billy, what's your beef? So uh, I guess Anthony came up with this because I'm the angry person of the group. (laughs) (laughs) I have beef with a lot of stuff. Uh, for years now, it's been officiating, um, specifically the replay booth reviews, all that stuff. Hardly these reviews, replays, booth reviews go right. I've seen multiple times where they're doing a replay, doing a challenge and they still don't get it right. And it's just taking up all this time during the game, breaking it rhythm, whether it be baseball, football, basketball. Obviously, um, I believe football is the one that came up with it first. And, uh, you know, basketball, baseball follows suit. But um, I believe it's taking accountability away from the refs because they can sit there and miss calls, miss plays, knowing that challenge five is going to come out or – New York is going to call and be like, Hey, we need to look at this. Well, why don't we try getting this right the first time? And we won't have to stop the game for 10 or 15 minutes and deal with this garbage while we're all sitting at home. Like, yeah, it's great to go grab another beer. But other than that, it's wasting time. Like these, you know, especially in baseball, these games are long enough as it is, and you're going to add replays and booth reviews and all this other garbage to it. It's ridiculous. Players waving their arms in there in basketball, like swirling their arms in the air every time the ball goes out of bounds, every time something's just a, you know, little bit of touch. So, I don't know. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Okay, Billy's Beef, official reviews causing problems. Got to go. Kobe, do you agree or disagree with Billy's Beef? Um, I, I, I am right down the middle. I agree and disagree because he brought up a couple sports. So, so, uh, when it comes to football and, you know, I mean, it is true. Why, why do, why do we have referees if, you know, we have 
cameras and replays. Like it kind of like takes takes the whole purpose away from the referee. But at the same time, like in basketball, you know, <laughs> you know, guys are throwing up their hands and they're you know complaining about every call. And we went all these years without replay and booth reviews and stuff. And you know, now you got New York calling down every time there's a and, marginal play, and it's and, like. Yeah, and and now and now it's getting like like towards the end of games, like all these basketball games in the NBA, like it's it's getting to the point where it's like, Esme's about to like you know she's about to go to bed already because like like these 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 games are taking forever. I mean know? the foul the fouls in the NBA are ticky tack as it is. The NFL can't exactly. figure out what a damn catch is. Yeah, the only the only thing is you know in baseball is like if it if it's close at first base, like okay yeah, but. It's, it's just getting out of hand, in my opinion. I am going to also agree with Billy's beef. We have a unanimous beef agreement. This is a first. We all agree <laughs> with Billy here. Yes, officials are going to get things wrong. We know it. But most of the time, the replays are wrong. They don't get it right. They waste a lot of time. Wait, they wait, wait. The, fans. the, re- the replay irritate. gets it wrong or the ref gets it wrong? No, the re- they review something and and they still don't get it right. So what's the point? We all we did was waste twenty minutes. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. The camera? You're telling me the camera lies? The camera gets it wrong, or no, we get it? I'm, or the, I'm or the referee they, get it wrong? The whole point of replay is to correct mistakes, but most of the time they don't correct the mistakes. So exactly. if it's going to be wrong, then let's just be wrong and move on. Let's not take twenty minutes. That's, 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 that's the Rams, point. That's the Rams in that New Orleans game. Okay, well then, don't be mad. Don't be mad when a ref gets it wrong. Then no, I, I know, but and there's there's a way. lot of times so, when, when, yes, when there's it's wrong. wrong there's way. a lot of times when people want to impeach a referee. It's like no, no, he made the call. Live with the decision. I feel that the refs in the back of their head, they know that they can get a booth review, and they're they can be more lax than they normally would be without knowing they would get a review type of thing, if that makes any sense. Okay. Well, I think for the, for the sake of the, for the sake of the beef tonight, we all agree that the official reviews um, end up taking too much time and are usually more trouble than they're worth. They call ticky tack as it is. So yeah, I yeah. Okay. What's what's a, a what's what's a couple of reviews gonna do throughout a game when you're trying to make up a call? And that's okay, Anthony. I agree with that because I think three fourths of the time they're gonna be correct. I mean, they they are gonna miss some. They're not gonna get every call right, but the majority of the time they will. And you know, it is what it is. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're uh, rarely in agreement on something. So. That might, like Billy said, it might be a first. But anyways, all right. Well, I think that wraps up this week's edition of the Matter of Stats podcast. Uh, like I said, we're all getting ready for next Tuesday night, opening night, sure. Lakers Warriors. And uh, we will prepare to talk more about that next week and the kickoff of the season. We're all stoked about that. And uh, thanks for listening. Gentlemen, any closing thoughts? I'll just say this. Look, we need more people on Instagram and Twitter. Can you please follow us, please? Please. <laughs> at Matter of Stats Podcast on Instagram, at Matter of Stats P on Twitter. And uh, yeah, just, and, uh, just, just hit the like and, and uh, follow. 
If you're on the Apple Podcast, give us the five stars so we uh, easier to find on the Apple Podcast and uh, mm-hmm. listening. And have a good night, everybody. We appreciate it. <laughs>